And what's up, everybody? It's Big Joe with Joe's Compendium, and uh, I got a good friend here. This podcast has been what, like, almost a year in the makings now. Like, oh, yeah, man. we were supposed to do this like last year around this time, actually. <laughs> Yo, I know, right? So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, so I go by Tax, uh, primary host of uh, Future Perfect, uh, another podcast uh, that happens to talk about a lot of the same stuff, music, gaming, and life. So <laughs> just yeah. uh, finally did the collab. <laughs> Yo, it's been a minute. Like, uh, So for anybody who doesn't know, like I, I dab on a lot of stuff, and I play a lot of uh, fighters, too. Play a lot of anime fighters. And we met at this boy's uh, anime locals that used to be out in Quincy. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying to revive it, but for right now, it's in hiatus. Yeah. So... We wanted to do this podcast a grip ago, but finally get the chance to do it because I finally got off my butt and started doing my podcast. So, good to see you. It's good to hear from you. It's good to see you doing good. And why don't we hop right on in this? So, first things first, we're going to talk about a little bit of the uh, fighting game community right now. We're going to start off from the game we both know, uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, and uh, some... uh, Good news and some, you know, because uh, people got some moods right now. If you want to go ahead and take the lead on that, my friend. Um, so I know with BB Tag, uh, we're supposed to be getting three new characters. We're going to get Hart, uh, Teddy, and I think Seth. Yep, and then I think that's I think that's it, yeah. Oh, wait, we got one more. Naoto. We're getting Naoto from Blaze Blue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Naoto, yeah. I always forget that last one. Yeah. So... With that being said, we have um, we've been looking at this for a while now. It's been like almost a month and a half since yeah. we've gotten the characters, gotten the announcement. They've been in testing. They've been in arcade, and the arcade version of the game just dropped uh, early, late last month. I think it was. Yeah, really late last month. So the big grievance is that like everybody's kind of mad because we're getting sort of the shorter than the stick. Like, we haven't really gotten the game yet. We haven't gotten the update yet, and it's been over a month, just about. But we're supposed to be getting it in the next couple weeks. But that's where the competitive scene comes in, because Combo Breaker's at the end of the month, and they're going to have maybe a week to really fool around with this patch. And that's, like, that's rough from a competitive side. Yeah, they, uh... Game Company says, like, a a wild trend of doing that, like, a Street Fighter... I think it was either last year or the year before, had like two weeks of the new patch before Evo happened. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't give anybody time to prepare. Like, even with Samurai Showdown, you have like a week. <laughs> Yo, Samurai, with Samurai Showdown, you got not only a week, that's like a new IP too. So there's like no real way to practice for it. Like, you do, you're going in blind. Everybody's going in blind with that game. So that game's going to be wild, especially since it's a main stage. Yeah, I think that's the game I'm going to enter if I go to Evo, since nobody knows anybody's character. Yo, this is true. <laughs> this is facts. This is big facts. If I end up going to Evo, you already know it's going to be cross-tag battle and maybe Undernight and Birth. But we'll get to Undernight and Birth later. But the big issue with uh, cross-tag is Combo Breakers right around the corner. They're only going to have about a week or so to play with the patch. And when you com- com- uh, compare it to what they've been doing with uh, DBZ, Fighter Z, Fighter Z's already got on their third DLC character. I think they might get it before we get ours. Yeah. So like, it's coming from the same company, but you know, there's different different heads in the way when it comes to trying to get that stuff out. So it's really 
it's really unfortunate because a lot of people were really looking forward to this and this patch, honestly, like I've been watching streams, I've been watching people talk about it, I've watched clips, like everything looks lit. Like this everybody is waiting for this patch and it's just like we're counting the moments, we're counting the seconds, and it's just killing everybody. Yeah, I know for me, like I saw um, like a demonstration of Seth and I was like, Whoa. I was like, son is nasty. I need parts. <laughs> Yo, yo, Seth, Seth is really dirty. But like, I've been seeing a lot of different stuff. Like, um, Waldstein has a new corner touch. Waldstein has a touch of death corner combo. Ravana has a touch of death corner combo in Resonance. Whoa, I know. I just saw that one like a couple hours ago. Actually, it was ridiculous. Like, this man can combo out of Carnage Scissors in the corner. I want you to think about that. If he's in resonance and he's if he's in resonance, he can corner combo you out of Carnage Scissors. That's how much advantage his frames has now. That's nasty. It's so nasty, bro. Like he looks so good now. But um me personally, I'm a Lene player and uh she's getting a triple jump. She's gonna be the only person with a triple jump. It's gonna be great. <laughs> oh, she's getting a triple jump? Word. Yes, my Oh, name. the Cowboys are gonna be dumb now. Yo, they're mad dumb. Like I've watched it, they gave her um they gave her proration on a lot of her um, moves. They have frame, well, not proration, but uh, frame frame advantage. So you can combo with whirlwind whirlwind properly now, because beforehand, like you'd see these people combo videoing with whirlwind, but it was nigh impossible. Yeah, you had to be like really tight with the execution. Like the execution was tighter with that than it was to just do her five B combos, and her five B combos are hard to pull off. Yeah, all of her combos now are, uh, have better adva- uh, frames, so she can land combos on people she normally couldn't before the patch. I think the combos work on everybody in post patch, which is lit. Plus, she has better damage, and her kugas have better frame advantage, so we get more off of that too, which is nice. I overall, it's like I'm mad because it's taking it's taking so long to get the patch itself, but the patch itself is so nice, like. Gordo got nerfed. Ruby, she like got she got tweaked. I wouldn't say nerfed. She got balanced out. Like she can do a lot more combos because she can cancel. She can cancel her um her scythe into gun blast or not like the shooting gun blast, but like the teleport one. Yeah, and it's pretty cool because I've watched some of the combos they do. Her her corner combos become insane, dude. Yeah, I feel like with Ruby, like maybe they did need to balance her a little bit more because Ruby's been the character where if you don't know who else to play, it's either her or like Gordo. Yeah. And if you don't know who to play in the game, it's Ruby Gordo. So yeah. <laughs> like Gordo. her utility is way too good. Like they just have to like balance her a little bit more. Yeah, no, like still like Ruby Gorby is still like viable, but Gordo, his his sight, oh oh they they, they cut that man at the knees. They cut oh, him at the knees, dude. I was watching some of the stuff. His scythe whiffs mid combo, depending on the combo route you go. So you can't do the cheesy combo anymore. You have, to, but he still, he still has some really nice combos, especially in the corner. Actually, he's got some really solid corner combos still. He's got some really nice mix up. It's just that the basic bread and butter that we know and hated from before is not going to connect as easily anymore. They have to work for it. Yeah, I feel like now, like, uh, they're realizing that, like, certain characters just get off way too easily. And I think they're trying to, like, slowly wean in some of the, uh, like, more advanced play. 
So I feel like, you know, the adjustments to Ruby and Gordo kind of help, like, with that. Because I think a lot of the people that are, like, fans of, like, Arxis games, like, uh, doesn't look at uh, BB Tag as his technical. And granted, it's not. But I think uh, it almost got a stigmatism where it's like, oh, you pick these two characters, that's it. Like, grand finals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think they're trying to step away from that to kind of add a little bit more uh, depth into it. Uh than what already was there, which is pretty good, actually. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, same here. I mean, like, it, it was the whole, like, you know, these two characters to take you to the grand finals, but, like, at the same time, even though that was true, the skill still shined over that. And the biggest factor to show that was, uh, was the first Evo. Like, Gorby was a menace at Evo, and yet finals was what? Uh, fame using... He was using Jin Yu, uh, Jin uh, Narukami, and he was yeah. playing against Tager Wallstein. Like, yeah, like <laughs> it was wild. Like, you, that's not something you normally see. Like, you don't normally see a grappler in the finals of any fighter game. Exactly, absurdly hard to play. They have a lot of weaknesses, and they're usually characters that just have better options all around. So there was still the individuality, and it was it was nice to see, at, but. Hopefully, like once Combo Breaker comes around, we get these characters, we get this patch, we get to see just how it is. Like anybody who follows the game, like, if you haven't been watching any of the um, any of the streams or any of the YouTube videos that have been posted up, Seth is nasty. Heart is heart is dangerous. Like Seth is nasty, but heart is dangerous. This girl, she can do some cheeky stuff. I'm talking like almost base patch ruby cheeky stuff Ooh. and like like her one of her moves can clash with dp and went out and that's like something that i can like her she has a she has a dash that costs no meter she has a beam that's about as fast as ruby's gunshot and she's got some dope combos she's got some solid mix-up in oki too it's absurd like I, I was watched I've watched a lot of I've watched a lot of videos on this stuff and it's absurd like but everybody in the game looks really good right now so that's something to look forward to, especially with Combo Breaker coming up. Yeah, I haven't been watching, like, too much stuff because, like, the more I watch it, the more it reminds me that it's not out yet. So, <laughs> so I'm just trying to, like, you know, wait. But I'm excited to play Heart because uh, my, my boy is, like, a huge fighting game. Uh, my, my old roommate's a huge fighting game guy. And uh, he put me on uh, Arcana Hearts 3. And I was watching him with Heart, and he was so mad. Like, I'd never played the game before. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, yo, you shouldn't be doing this. He's like, oh man, I haven't played this in a while. Like, I haven't played this at all. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that feel. That's that feel. So, but her and uh, Barry Bonds, I want to see. Oh man, Teddy. Yeah, yo, Teddy, yo. Somebody screenshotted the uh, range, the uh, frames for his uh, bat, his five B. Ooh. Or I think it's his five BB. It's either his five BB or five BBB, but. This man's range is absurd, dog. It's it reaches out further than what the animation shows, and it has a height to it as well. And I think you can control the items. I don't remember exactly because I've been kind of like not trying to look at Teddy because like the more I look at Teddy, the more I kind of get salty. I'm just like uh-huh. I, don't want, I don't want a better platinum in the game personally. Like, <laughs> Damn. Like, like let's not do that. <laughs> but. But that he he looks good. Like all of the patch characters look really good, and 
it looks like honestly this game's gonna be lit. But moving on from uh, cross tag because that'll go for a while. We had Mortal Kombat 11. MK11 just dropped like a couple weeks ago, and it's had some time to fester. It's going to be at some major tournaments. It's gonna be a combo breaker. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Have you gotten a chance to touch it? I haven't yet. I've uh, I've just been watching people play and like uh, watching streams of it, <clears throat> and it looks really good. Um, I mean, aside from like the the minor controversies about the patch and like you know the tournament setup or whatever, uh, yeah. the game itself looks really good. Yeah, I mean, like personally, from what I saw, like the gameplay looks some of the best they've done in a long time, like better than Injustice. Like it's it looks really solid, and then I've heard that the story is also really good, which is very rare for. For a fighting game as of late, because a lot of the times lately, the fighting games haven't really had a strong story mode. But you know, for the most part, that's usually not that important. For me, though, like I like it, I like story modes like Tekken 5. I don't know, it was Tekken 6. Sorry, Tekken 6. I enjoyed the hell out of that story because I played a lot of Asuka and I just played through the story with Asuka. It was, it was a ride, it was a fun ride. And I started, I started fighters off of um. Soul Calibur 4 and then started heavy in fighters off of the first Blaze Blue. So those story modes I enjoyed a lot, especially Blaze Blues. Although Blaze Blues was a whole mess. Oh that yeah. A whole mess. Like, good God, that's so much of a mess that I just don't want to even like uh but no Mortal Kombat looks solid. it looks like a lot of fun and it looks like it's gonna be a good solid contender for one of the top fighting games of the year. But as it stands right now, nobody's dethroned uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. But yes. not good. <laughs> but some little young boy on the corner called Undernight Ember has been riding the waves, and boy, has it exploded! Yeah, like everybody's playing Undernight now. I don't know why, but I'm happy because like, I actually want to play it. So the reason why is because. Undernight, Undernight in Birth took the spot from Melee. Oh, yeah. That's why. You're right. Yep. They, it knocked Melee out of Evo main stage, which is the, this is the first time, I believe, since Evo started, since Melee came out, at, that uh, it's not been on main stage. Yeah. And a whole bunch of people were salty. I thought it was hilarious, because you know, you know how I feel about that. Uh, and, like, we did end up losing Guilty Gear Exit, but, like, it, it, there, there was a whole bunch of memes with it, and it was just, like, Guilty Gear Exit's holding Smash Melee, while Piccolo is Undernight Ember, and he's just killing Melee. It, it's great. It's, it's, a, it's a ride. It's a ride. And the game itself, I've put in about four hours, four or five hours into the game, at least, so far. And I still don't feel comfortable playing online because I don't want to. I don't want to go online like a full scrub. I'm not trying to get washed and just get dis- <laughs> discouraged, you know. Like, like oh, I want to know what I'm doing at least. No, yeah, I'm. I was in the same boat. I was playing with Elder uh, late last year too, and uh, him and I were just playing it. And I kid you not, we played for like two, three hours, and each time we play, we just feel like our brains are fried, like. <clears throat> that game is intense, like, but I love the game. Like, I he, I had him in block seven for like, like eight seconds, 
eight to nine seconds of just straight blocking mix-ups. He's blocking everything. And I'm like, I don't understand how this is happening. <laughs> yeah. No, like, that game is like, like, anybody who wants to get into an anime fighter, if your first anime fighter is going to be Undernight Amber, that is an excellent choice because of how technical the game is. And then it also helps you with how technical the game is. Like, it gives you breakdowns, just about everything you need to know so you can get into it. Like, you're going to spend probably, like, at least a couple hours, like, getting used to the controls, getting used to the way it works, how the buttons work, and how the system works. But once you get used to everything and you start playing it hardcore, oh, man, that game is intense. Like, it's a low-damage, high-combo, high-skill-style game. And it is the core of what a lot of people say is the core of what an anime fighter is. Because, boy, them mix-ups, them combos, oh, man. Those reverse beats, oh, oh my god, I love them. Yeah, like, uh, with that, I think I think ever since, like, the Killer Instinct that came out on Xbox, that, like, people have been really, uh, like, developers have really just put time into, like, making sure that people understand how to play the game, like the inner workings of it. And like, it shows especially with Undernight because their like tutorial and like their trials are like really detailed. They're absurdly detailed. Like they're, they're very, very detailed. And I, I thank you for it. Like I spent, I spent a while on it and I enjoyed it. Like you think like with so much detail that it would feel like forced or boring or like overwhelming but the way that they handle it and the way they do it it's just like yeah yeah you know it's it's as detailed as it needs to be but you don't have to go through all the details you go through step by step it's quick it's easy and it's precise and uh, that's why i like it so i'm glad it made it to evo it's gonna be wild yeah i was just looking at something too like which i've been like waiting for the right time to buy uh undernight i'm gonna see if i can find it really quick but um uh, Gil Hustle posted something where there's a website. They have an Arc System bundle for five dollars. It's Undernight, like Guilty Gear, and like two other games for five dollars on Steam, which Bro. is nuts. Yo, that's actually insane. Yo, so anybody listening, anybody who ends up listening to this, if you listen to this in time, like you, that's that's a deal right there. Five bucks. I spent thirty something dollars on Undernight and Birth for my PS4. It was worth it, but like, yo. I might have to cop that tomorrow. Yes, fanatical dot com, and it's uh for the next uh thirteen days. Bet yeah, I'm probably definitely buying that. Oh, tomorrow. <laughs> so it's a uh, guilty gear uh X two. Um, there's another guilty gear, but I can't quite make out what it says. I think it's like Isuka, Isuka, Inferno Climber, uh, Arcana Hearts, Love Max, Ooh. and Undernight. Yeah, oh, so see, that's that's, that's a, a good bundle. Pack. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a real good bundle. bundle. Yeah, anybody who wants to play the original Arcana Hearts before Cross Tag drops Heart and Undernight in Birth, like, I'm definitely buying that tomorrow because that having Undernight in Birth for PC really works out because we have a lot of I have a lot of people who play on PC. Uh, we both know who um, you Bell Phoenix. Oh yeah, because he, he plays predominantly on PC. So, but that's that's a hell of a good that's a hell of a good bundle i like that i like that yeah i'll link you to it but i'm definitely buying it tomorrow so <laughs> yeah you go play around with that <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i'm so am i like I, i'm gonna take that link i'm gonna put that in the uh, facebook page for everybody so they can get that so that'll be lit so moving on there's i think one more fighting game there's two more fighting games i want to talk about um dead or alive six that looks to be the best dead or alive they made in a while 
Yeah, no, I agree with you. I feel like they put like uh like the changes they added to it has been like a real healthy change. And like even like the new characters and everything and you know, if you're whatever brings you to DOA sick like DOA in general is gonna be there. Um like definitely intact and improved. Like it does look really good. I've been oh. playing a little bit of like the, the free version because I'm just not sure if I'm ready to dive in all the way. Yeah. But I've been having fun with it. That's good. That's good. I haven't touched a DOA since um since my ex washed me in DOA three. Um oh. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna get into that. But uh yeah, no, my ex washed me in uh DOA three and I haven't touched it since then. I think I touched a little bit of four, but like I yeah. Yeah, that 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 was that was something. Like I got I got washed. Like I'm not gonna lie, I got washed. It was bad. But I didn't know how to play it back then because my focus was on Blaze Blue. And I was like, catch me in Blaze Blue, you're gonna catch these hands. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. That's just how everybody is like, oh word, see me in this game then. <laughs> yeah, no, but like DOA, I'm I'm really hyped for it. And um as far as I'm concerned right now, everybody's still pretty mad about Street Fighter Five. Because we all know what happened to them. The last majors they had, they got jipped. Yeah, so, like, they're not announcing, like, anything. At all. Like, like no season four characters, like, nothing. Like, they've just been radio silent about it. Like, yeah. they just they just keep trying to sell you, like, Capcom Pro Tour skins and stuff like that, but not, like, you know, like, characters. I'm thinking we might be able to get, like, one more year with like characters and then the last year before like another Street Fighter or something but it might just be this is the last year and then they announce like Street Fighter 6 or whatever they're going to call it. I mean yeah but like because to be, to be completely honest like from what I've seen not a lot of people were that hyped about Street Fighter 5 like it was like until they came out with 5 Arcade like nobody really cared like everybody's like this game is garbage this game is bad the net code's bad like there's just too many problems with it, and it's like, god damn, like, you know, like, Street Fighter, I love Street Fighter, like, that was one of the first fighting games to, that, that any of us have played, like, by far, like, if you're not somebody who played Neo Geo, one of the first fighting games you ever played was indeed Street Fighter, yeah. or Soul Calibur, like, one of those two, and, like, to see, to see you have that radio silence is funky to me, because, they gave us Kage like right before that finals for that majors and then nothing. And it was like Kage was his own separate DLC thing. It was just like they were just like, Oh yeah, here's Kage by the way. And it's like, oh, oh, okay. But what about season four DLC? Don't think we forgot about that. Like <laughs> Yeah, and the thing is too is like Street Fighter Five felt kind of rushed. Like four was doing really well still, like competitively and everything. And then like they just threw five out, but like, there's a lot it had wrong. Like, it didn't have an arcade mode. It didn't have, like, where you could verse the computer. Like, it had a lot, like, missing with it. And then by the time, like, you know, Arcade Edition came out, like, two years of, of not having this happen before you get an arcade mode. So, like, you know, it kind of left a bad taste in people's mouths. But, like, you know, the competitive season's still there. And we're all, like, scratching our heads. Like, okay, so, like, are we getting anything? Like, they haven't come out and announced that we're not getting anything. Like character-wise, we're just they're just not saying anything, which is like really weird, you know. It's very weird. It's very upsetting. Like we we don't like being on the hold like this. Like Blaze Blue is one thing. Like we've been on hold for like a month and a half, and we know what we're getting at least. Like, yeah, they don't know that. They don't know nothing. It sucks because like 
these people love the game. Like, they love the game. And it's like, what are you going to do, you know? They're just going to stop it. They're just going to keep playing everything else. Like, they're going to keep playing Dragon Ball. They're going to be keep playing Soul Calibur. Everything, like, it's going to be absurd. So, hopefully, they have Combo Breaker. Maybe they decide to finally show something at Combo Breaker. But, I don't know, man. It's, it's looking bad. Maybe they, it, it, it's like, they can't have one or the other. Yeah, yes. definitely. Capcom is doing well because of the people who work for the company that are releasing these titles. Devil May Cry 5, the best Devil May Cry since Devil May Cry 3, hands down. Yeah. And, like, there, there's a lot more other, there's a lot of other smaller things they've been doing. Resident Evil 2 was phenomenal. And, yeah. like, these two came out of Capcom and we were like, oh, Capcom's back on that grind. They're not they're not dumb anymore. And then like you turn around and you look at Street Fighter, you're like, what are you doing? Oh no, baby, what is you doing? Like, no, stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh it's like they took a shift for like the single player. So even like with Monster Hunter World, like I feel like that was the start of like, you know, Capcom getting back on it. And then of course you said Resident Evil, Devil May Cry. Uh they're supposed to be like like I know Devil May Cry, the original is coming to Switch, but I think there's like one other Capcom game that's like big that's primarily single player that's going to be coming soon uh it's rumored for E3 but I forget what it's called I think it's like deep dive or something yeah um yeah I think that's what it is I can't remember though off the top of my head we'll, we'll find out about it soon enough yeah I feel like they're just not putting resources towards like fighting like well street fighter right now yeah and that's not good because you know that's that's a continuous market and it does well meanwhile Dragon Ball they haven't had. They have not taken their foot off the paddle at all. They really have not. Like I have. I don't really have much to say except for maybe there's too many Goku's, but like. Oh, definitely there is. Like they, they, they have, really haven't taken the foot off the pedal, and just the work that Arceus does, how consistent and how accurate that game is with animation, character fighting styles, and all of that. That's like one of my favorite things about that game is just how accurate it is. Yeah, like uh, I was just talking to uh, Hambam actually yesterday, and I was telling him I was thinking about getting into Dragon Ball because the game's just done really well, and like even the new characters, aside from like there being thirteen Goku's, like <laughs> I think like the the game, like the characters they're releasing too, like are different enough for like yeah. Like, a lot of them are Goku or, like, of the tree of Goku. But, like, they do have different characteristics where it's not like a Smash Bros. Where, like, you have, like, eight Fire Emblem characters and they all pretty much fight the same, you know? Yeah, as much as I love Fire Emblem, that's mad annoying. That's that's mad annoying. But I I have to agree with you. Like, that game was great. Like, Videl, she she looked hype as fuck to me when I first saw her drop in that trailer. I was like, yo... I might have to buy this and buy all the DLC right now for Videl, because, like, that's that wife right there. <laughs> she looks fun. She was great. She's a great addition to the game. And, like, there was almost no unviable character in that game from what I've seen. I think there's, like, maybe one, and it's Lord Beers. But even then, people make it work, so... Yeah, like, I, I did... I had the same reaction with Videl. I was like, damn, I kind of actually want to play her. And then, like, when I played a little bit, I was running, like, Kid Buu, Cell, and uh, Trunks. So I was like, all right, my team's pretty solid. You know what I mean? But, you know, after DLC came out and, you know, there's, you know, the patches and everything, it just kind of makes you want to try out different people. 
Like, I yep. feel like there's enough personality in that game to kind of keep it going, which is another thing I like about BB Tag, where, like, there's a lot of personality in their character choice. So, like, with Dragon Ball, like, it is definitely more technical than BB Tag, but I'd, I'd pick it up for sure. Oh, yeah. And uh, the other, the, like, the main thing that uh, a lot of people that, uh, that I talk to like about uh, Cross Tag, touching back on that very lightly, is we have thoughts that it might end up turning into an actually main developer made Lugan because of the way that it's going. Because we yeah. already have announcements for a new Fate, and it's like we could get Fate Stay Night in here, and that would be like the first, like, the first time we've had Fate Fate Stay in any real 2D fighting game since for a very long time, in any kind of major title at least. Like, it's been in a couple side titles. It's been in a couple of those um, anime knockoff fighters that we that we love to play on the low that aren't really that great, but they're pretty fun. And, like, with the hype of what uh, Fire, uh, Fate Stay is at now, if they were to add this in, Especially since I think we're gonna get that announcement for what the next fate is by Evo. Yeah. If we get if we get that announcement like that, this whole year, this whole blank space that we've had would be paid for right there. We're just that alone. Like be like, oh yeah, no, we, we gave you a blank space and we made you wait, but you got that and then Evo came and then we're giving you this and you're gonna get that later now too. So we'll we'll see what happens because like if it becomes the next Mugen, oh man, we'd have so many people coming into the game and I I'm all for it. Yeah, like, I'm excited, like, you know, just the hype of figuring out, like, who that pink square was, even though we all knew in the back of our minds it was our kind of hearts. Like, you know, just speculating on that, like, because, yeah. like, the game is fun and, like, their willingness to just kind of pull, like, anybody, like, it yeah. seems like is dope. Like, you know, the fact that they, like, designed Ruby characters, like, for the game and gave them a whole original moveset was, like, dope. They could have just went with the original, like, the three games that they had and just made tweaks and called it a day but you know they they put in the extra work for like those four characters to create completely new everything for them so like just speculating like you know if they get a face snare like how we were joking like maybe maybe get like a jojo's a couple jojo's (laughs) characters in there (laughs) that'd be dope though you know it really would be like it's like they have the mechan- they have the uh, basis for it too because like JoJo's would essentially play like stand users, they play like uh, personas. So yeah, like it, it, there's a good basis for it. I'd be all for it. But like you got to remember too, like when uh when they made the original first trailer before the game came out when they showed Ruby, my whole joke that I saw online that I just ran with, somebody said. They were like, yeah, Hori was just in a development room with the team. They were talking about the game. And then, like, the head producer for Ruby walked into the room by accident. He's like, oh, my bad. I'm in the raw room. And they're just like, no, no, stay, stay. We need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk. Hold on. Yeah, not even a lie. It was genius. Like, I knew of Ruby, but, like, playing the game, I was like, damn, I might have to actually, like, you know, watch this and stuff like that. Like, yeah. just get into it. And then, like, and th- yeah, it was a crazy move, but it worked. <laughs> it worked very well. I still think, like, I still think, like, at, at Evo, we're either gonna get the next feat, or they'll be like, all right, we're gonna do a villain series where we give like one or two characters from each series. It's a villain, and we all know what kind of characters we're gonna expect because, like, Blaze Blue would be Tarumi, and Persona would probably be either Adachi or somebody else. And then for Undernight, he'll, Undernight and Burp would definitely be Hilda. But, again, 
Like we're 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 sidetracking into Blaze Blue. <laughs> yeah, no, back to Dragon Ball though. Like I I do want to play Dragon Ball. I think I'm gonna get it. I was just waiting to see if it got a little cheaper because I do want to get all the DLC too. Yeah. But I I think I'm gonna jump into that too. I don't know if I'm going competitive with it, but I'll jump into it and like get a feel for it for sure. Yeah, no, like I agreed, agreed. Like I definitely want to jump into that. And depending on how much it is, or if we just have to wait until it goes on sale, like there's a sale that's coming up soon anyway. We'll see it come up eventually. Yeah, once that sale comes, it's on. It's on. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's, it, it, we in there like swimwear. That's all it is. Yeah, now you're going to play around with it. We're just going to keep the 20 ready just in case. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, right? Like, nah, nah, nah. We're not doing tack. We're giving you straight 20. You're going to take it. <laughs> exactly. Hold that. <laughs> Hold that. Like, you can take care of tax, my dog. Like, that's, that's it. That's it. But no, so um, overall, the fighting game community has like gotten robust, and I'm loving it. And the sponsorship is something that I wanted to talk, touch on lightly too, because we've had sponsors. We've always had sponsors. We've always had like professional gamers. They get paid to do it. They do good in it. They always do very well, no matter what tournament they go in. And with the way that esports has been rising, like up in Boston, we have an esports like all of the Boston's all the Boston State schools all have esports teams. All of them. Yeah. And it's not just for like like it's not just for like Overwatch or League of Legends. It's also fighting games and it's honestly lit. Like people can get degrees with this stuff too. It's it's great because there are people who are just naturally talented at these games that they play these games and they want to get a they want to get a career in it. But sometimes some people just can't do it. Like they're just not in a position to be able to try and do it or be able to go out enough to actually get a shot. And this gives a lot of people a shot because people can get scouted from these teams. Like one of one of my really good friends that I used to play online with a lot, um, Mendoza, he he just won his uh, he just won a Dragon Ball Z uh, tournament not too long ago. I think it was uh, last month. He won it's one that he lost to last year, and he came back and he won this year to this against the same person too, no less. So, like, I know a lot of really talented fighters, and it's great to see them, like, get sponsored, get picked up, to be able to play this game, to be able to play fighting games in general as a job and like it. Because we all know if you love your job, then you're not really working all the time, you know? Yeah, and what I, one thing I do like about it is that, like, you know, we're we're empowering people to, like, really jump into games and, like, take it seriously, like... 10 years ago now, like, if you said that you wanted to, like, take gaming competitively, like, you'll get laughed out of the building. But now it's, like, you can get sponsored for, like, anything now. Like, we saw how, like, Fortnite blew up. A lot of people are getting, like, corporate sponsorships or partnerships with that. Like, ninjas literally everywhere. Like, you can't throw a rock without hitting them. And, like, (laughs) even, like, on scale for, like, here in Boston, like, you know, like, uh, the Patriots, they own an esports team. The Celtics have uh, an e-league for 2K, you know, and like I think actually, you know, Robert Kraft has like two different esports teams. Like he has, one, he has like one I know for sure for like Overwatch, yep. and then another one like it's called like Dramatic, but I don't know exactly what it's for. Like I know like they've been snatching up a couple fighting game people over here. So like uh, Scion and then uh, Burkish, and I forget. He used to go by Dolphy. I don't know what he goes by now. But uh, those are, like, three people I know that are, like, sponsored by them. 
Mm, that's good to know. That's that's a little bit of tidbit I didn't know. I knew he was like touching his hand in there because, like, because you know about the Boston New York rivalry. Like, New York has um Sonic Fox, and they've been sponsoring him. And Sonic Fox is arguably the best fighting game player right now in the world. Like, like if we were to do a ranking for top top ten, top twenty five fighting game players overall, Sonic Fox would be in the top and arguably be number one. Like that that's that's just an undeniable fact. The man's just a god given talent and he's he's a gym. He's a gym. Talks all of the trash and will back it up. And he has backed it up multiple times. But Boston got into it. They got they touched their hands first with the Overwatch and pulled New York into it. But then like there's that that's a whole different story because I'm very upset with Boston with uh, Boston Uprising and how they're handling a lot of the not a lot of the t- like somewhat some of the team issue, but also how they're handling marketing and how they're handling exposure, which is that that's a big issue for me that they're doing wrong in my opinion. But that's something for another day. But yeah, you know, esports in general has really blown up and it's blown up for the better. Like we, there's no reason why gaming couldn't have done this before, and I'm just glad it's finally gotten that that final push. Well. Well to well to the Boston Uprising point, because they had a community manager position open and I don't know what they're doing with it, but it ain't working because <laughs> the awareness isn't there like that. But but that's a whole like you said, a whole different conversation. I just I partially analyze stuff like that just to be knowledgeable. But I think honestly more recently with the you know, the evolution of Twitch, like before Justin T V that this is becoming popular because now like there's data behind it. So like with MLG, like they weren't really giving out their numbers of like who was watching and then it was only like a couple games. Yeah. Now like Twitch, like any given day you can look, League has a hundred thousand people watching. Like Evo, I mean uh, E3 streams on there now. Like developers like use that as a platform to announce games. Like you watch people speed running and like because it can reach so many people like MLG used to have to pay like a pay-per-view to watch this stuff. But now like you could just download Twitch or even go on your computer and see people playing video games. Yep. So like the, like that really helped it push over, you know? Yeah. And on top of that, like it also helped uh, developers. They reached out to streamers, to people who played on these, all the people who got big numbers. They're like, Hey, Hey, we'll, we'll pay you to play our game for a little bit, you know, on stream, you know? And like it got, it got, exposure for on both sides because a lot of people will come and be like oh yo yeah I'm playing this game check it out blah 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 and you're like oh yeah no word yo I'll check that out and it is honestly it's a great thing and to the point too where I like to give Overwatch a lot of credit for trying to push the push the envelope because now they're not not only are they on Twitch doing their thing they were able to stream the grand they were able to stream stream the stage one finals the stage one playoffs for this past season, the semifinals and the finals, they streamed it on ABC. And it's going to be back on ABC again for the next stage finals. So, like, they're they're putting in the work. They're taking the numbers, they're putting in the work, and it's just opening, it's, it's slamming open the doors that MLG and all the other, like, minor tournament people have, like, pried open. Like, they worked their ass off. To like get these started, get the, get these opportunities out there for people, and then Blizzard pretty much just came and was like, "All right, I'm gonna knock this door open with this big ass hammer, and we are gonna be in there." 
Yeah, and like even more recently, like you know, with Fortnite blowing up, like they're trying to they're putting together like a tournament series or like a celebrity tournament series, like or whatever. Like you know, people are actually embracing it. Like Street Fighter Five was on TBS. Um, like they do like the E League stuff now. Then they had like the reality show or whatever too. So, like people are are not only just seeing people play games, but they're getting sold on the personalities. Like I remember, like with the Street Fighter reality show, people watched it because Low Tier God was there. And once, <laughs> and once he got eliminated, they were like, I don't want to watch it now. <laughs> like, one dude sold the whole series. They were like, yo, like, we love that guy. Like, we want to see him, like, play. And, like, there were other great players, but that was the big controversy. He got knocked out, like, the first episode, and everybody was like, forget it. Yeah. So there's a lot of power now, like, with Twitch, because it's not... You know, on YouTube, you know, you kind of just see, like, you know, the gameplay and you might have some, like, commentary, but on Twitch, like, you're forced to have that personality. Yeah. Yeah. But that's 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 all I want to talk about on gaming because gaming is – it's a beautiful thing. It is constantly growing. What I do want to touch up on before we uh, finish the show, we do have – it's been about a month now. Four or five weeks, but about enough time for everybody to settle down with the new anime season. I touched up with this with uh, Elder uh, a couple weeks back, and I wanted to get back onto this. So, what have you watched anime wise this season? Um, I've been watching JoJo's because that's supposed to be wrapping up in a couple weeks. Um, I've been hooked on that, but like, that's like thirty something episodes. So it's it was last season and like spilled over onto this season. Yep. And then they put me, <laughs> like, Sunday, they just showed me this anime called uh, uh, Serizanmai. Yo. Yo. That first episode, though? Wild. Wild. All right. So, it's been long enough. Anybody who hasn't watched this, I'm sorry. We're going to catch some for episode one spoilers. But these dudes, right, get transferred over to this alternate world where they got to fight these, fight these things that are, like, not passing over for whatever reason because they have regrets. They had to kill this demon thing that wanted to eat ass. Like, straight up. Like, his whole thing was like, I have not eaten ass before I died, and I am not happy about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's intense. Like, the first dude was like, oh, I I like like all these boxes just magically floating in the sky towards this guy because he's just like, Oh, I just like being naked and like putting boxes over my head. And they literally rip his desire out of his butt. Like it's so ridiculous. Like, like th- that show was that show was a gym. Um, what else have you watched? Um, that's I've been like trying to catch up on like other stuff. So like like Shield Hero, like uh, what is the other one I was looking at? I looked at Demon Slayer, I was gonna start that. And what was the other one? I'm looking at my uh I finished, oh, One Punch Man I've been watching. I do want to know how One Punch Man is because I haven't touched it yet. I've been kind of apprehensive because of the things that I've seen. But what what do you think? Uh, I'm not as harsh as other people. Yeah. So, like, I know that they switched, uh, like, animation houses or whatever. Like, they went to the same one that, like, Mob was on, which is, like, cool. I get it. But I think it's actually pretty good. Like, it's still funny. And, like, you still get the core of One Punch. So, like, even, like, you know, the big bad now, like, I like the way that they're kind of building it up. Like, 
like if you if you read the manga, then you know like who the big bad is. But yeah, yeah, like he's walking around now, and like it's not like how it was last season, where like it progressed and then like eventually they got stronger and stronger. Like this guy's just walking around like beating the crap out of like other heroes, and then eventually him and like Saitama are gonna fight. But I, I do like the approach that they went like this season, especially the, the writing and everything. Yeah. And the animation, like, I haven't looked at the last season to check against it, but, I mean, it still looks good, so it's okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. that's. I mean, that's good to hear, because, like, I have seen some stuff, like, I, I remember watching the animation from both sides, because uh, it went from Madhouse to A1 Pictures, I believe it is. Yeah. Because uh, Madhouse is the one that was doing Mob Psycho 100 Season 2, and I think they had their hands full with that, among other couple things. So... Yeah, I think I, I might have like, got it backwards, but yeah. Yeah. But like, I was like, you know what? It's fine. I can take a, I can take a dip in quality as long as they like still capture the core, and if they, as long as they still capture the core of what the show is and how they handle it, it should be fine. So I'm, I'm glad about that. Uh, for me, I'm a big old weeb, and I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I, I dabble in a lot of different genres, and I will say that Fruit Baskets is one of those series that really solidified me getting into manga and anime back in the day. Like, I had all the other ones that I got interested into, but, like, then I came across Fruits Basket, and I read a little bit of it, and I was like, yo, this is kind of cool. I like this. This is, like, a little different from what I'm used to. And then, like, from there, I was like, so I could get a little bit of everything from manga. And then I just I just went balls deep. But I'm watching that this season, and so far, my favorite anime of the season is by far with the one that I think is the best anime in the season is Kimetsu no Yaiba, which is Demon Slayer. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to spoil it for you. You got five episodes to catch up with. All I'm going to tell you is that you foldable did it again, and if you liked Fate, uh, Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works, did you watch that? Yeah. If you like that, you're going to love this. Like, it's... Oh man, this series is very well animated. It's got great characters. It's got a great source story, and there's a lot of that source story to draw from, so they don't have to derive from it anytime soon. And the song, the opening song, anybody who watches a lot of anime or who knows a little bit about the music knows that the name Lisa shows up in a lot of anime. She's one of those prominent opening singers like she she's got an opening and an ending for this song for this show and they're both fire it's absurd but that is like my number one for this season that started this season and it was like a couple other shows like there's a um there's what i like to call a svu for mythology for a japanese like a mythology essentially yeah so like Abe no Seime and all that stuff. Like, that's basically what that anime is all about. I'll grab the name of that anime and I'll share that on Facebook later. But there's that one. There's uh, continuations too. Uh, baseball fans will love Ace of Diamond. That's getting that got a new season. Um, people who are fan of like major, like, those older styles, there's a anime called Mix, which is based off of a continuation of um, one of the really old OG sports series creators. Then, oh yeah, I'm looking at that now. Yeah. Then there's a couple other ones that came out that the name escapes me, but they're very prom. Oh, um, 
we can't learn. Uh, if you watched the uh, the quintuplet anime last season, this is another one like just similar to that one, but it, like it takes it from a different angle and it's very funny. It's very lighthearted. Oh yeah, like, we we never learned Bokuman. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that, that very... I started watching that a little bit too. I did forget about that. Yeah, no, that one's a very good one. Like I've read, I, I like I've read most of the manga for all of these that I've seen. Some of them I haven't, but um, the ones that I've mentioned besides the uh. Besides the detective one, I have not read that source. But Pokemon, that one I've read. It's really good. It's very funny. It's very lighthearted. It's something that you can really wind down with and just chill and relax and watch, get a couple laughs. But like when you're in that mood, you want to watch something ridiculous, like Kamatsu no Yaiba's that shit. So, <laughs> and then like the continuation from last year with the uh, Shield Hero, like I love the way that they did it because we got Slime, and then when Slime was in its second core, we got Shield Hero. And then when Slime ended, Shield Hero started its second core. And now we have a couple others that are showing up. Like Kenji Kenji Omajo, the um the wise man's grandchild. That one's gonna be that one's fun. It's not amazing, but it's good. It's a good series. So there, there, there's a lot that's coming out that's doing really well right now. And I definitely I definitely think the season of anime is really solid. Yeah, no, I've been uh because I got VRV, so I've been looking at like a bunch of stuff that like the recommendations and started like dabbling in it. But a lot of these I'm trying to like wait until I can binge because like even like the, the wait for JoJo weekly is kind of killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand that. I understand. But like, so I might not be able to watch them all at like at the same time, but I will definitely get to a lot of these because I don't really have anything else to watch. Like, I don't even. I don't use Netflix, and like I only have Hulu to watch One Punch Man, and then from there it's just like, well, it came on my Spotify, so cool. But I only watching <laughs> Hulu for that. So then, like, <laughs> the fact that it wasn't on like VRV at all was kind of confusing. But I was like, okay, well, that's whatever. because <laughs> of um, that's because of Funimation. Funimation uh, pulled their support for Crunchyroll and everybody else from everything because they got bought by Sony. And Sony wanted an exclusive thing. But the problem with that is that Funimation service is god awful. Like their 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 streaming service is terrible. Like it's it's the worst I've gotten I've seen. Worst I've like watched. Like it is bad. But moving on from that, like there's a lot that is out on these and um there's one anime that I do have to say I might have to watch illegally. Because like I try to watch all of my anime on Crunchyroll. Because yeah. that's just you know, I want to make sure these these shows get what they get what they deserve, and there's one that got the rights bought out from by Netflix called Carolyn Tuesday, and that one is the one that's being he- um headed by the guy who did Samurai Shampoo, Space Dandy, and Cowboy Bebop. Oh, and that's another music anime, and I'm all about that, but. Not only is it uh, blocked, Netflix refuses to do the weekly thing, so they're not going to put it on their on, on Netflix until um until it's done. So it's blocked, and it's also twenty four episodes. So like, it's bad. Like I was very upset when I found out about that. I was like, it should be coming out now. It should be on like episode two or three. So I have to watch it like off season. It's very upsetting. Yeah, that's so weird. Like. Why doesn't Netflix like want to do like the weekly thing? Like they have other shows that they do weekly. 
like I don't know, but like they they were they're really adamant about not doing weekly with a lot of their stuff. So they just paid the money to have it blocked until they finish it. So I'm gonna have to watch that one illegally and it's very unfortunate, but like they got their money from Netflix, so I'll probably watch it again when it's on Netflix. I'm not gonna really care that much. But I'm really looking forward to watching that because of the names behind that show and just how good it looked. It looked amazing. Yeah, I have to look into that because like all the shows that you mentioned that they uh that the creators have made, like I, I really like, so I wanna check it out. But I might have to be on the same boat as you. <laughs> yeah, and then like there's a lot of other things that's going on with the anime community right now that's very unfortunate, but, like, these streaming people need to really need to get their stuff together. Like, as it stands right now, VRV, H-Drive, and Crunchyroll are probably the best ones to stream with, and they don't have access to everything, which is fine. Like, you spread it out between everybody so people are forced to, you know, get different things, so it's not, like, a monopoly, which I'm all for, 100%. But, you have to give them all equal share access of everything. It's one of my favorite anime that I've watched in the past few years that I never got a chance to finish because I was watching it illegally and I just never, I don't like sit in front of my laptop like that anymore and it's hard to watch stuff illegally on your phone was um, Recreators. And Recreators was like a reverse isekai on a realistic side and it got bought by Amazon. But Amazon had this uh, anime streaming service yeah. that lasted for like a month or two, and it was garbage, like worse than Funimation. So they got rid of it, but they never got rid of any of their licenses. So like you have to go through like these loops and holes and dances to get to the watch list, and then they don't even market it. So nobody knows that they have it. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's rough. But is is that's 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 an issue that we can't really do much about until somebody buys the rights or it, the rights run out. So was there anything else you wanted to touch up on? Because that's about, a, that's about it for me. Uh, not that I can think of. I think we hit a lot that I cared about <laughs> that I wanted <laughs> to talk about too. You know what I mean? And I definitely got to go check out those, uh, those shows you were talking about. Cause I, they're all on my like watch list. I just haven't started them all yet. All right. Bet, bet, bet. So I'll do that, and I'll get back to you for sure. (laughs) All right, word. Yeah, I'm going to have another show probably with um, more than one person talk about the end of the season right around the – so probably like a month or two or so. I'm going to talk about the end of the anime season, what's coming up next, et cetera, et cetera. This is going to be fun. Yeah, I'm still waiting on like Haikyuu and a couple other things to come back. and Those are confirmed. We are getting those this year. Haikyuu is coming out this year. I will say that. All right, I need that too. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely <laughs> I'm going to be giving that my undivided attention when that comes back. <laughs> All right. Bet. All right. Yo, this is Joe's Compendium. Uh, thank you again. Uh, give yourself a quick plug. Tell people where they can find you. Yeah. So, again, this is Tax from Future Perfect. Uh, you're listening to this on Anchor. So, we're at Anchor slash Future Perfect. Uh, and then you can find us anywhere uh, anywhere else you stream mu- uh, music or podcasts. Uh, future four slash four slash perfect. And uh, you can follow me at Luxury Tax, L-U-X-U-R-Y-T-A-K-Z. All right, word. Pleasure doing the show with you, my friend, and we will talk soon. Thanks for having me, man. I'll catch you later. All right, word. Hey, this is Joe's Compendium, and we're all done here.